What were you doing in the early 2000s? A time when Britney, Blockbuster, Napster, and Nokia ruled the world. Joe and Mel present the week that was 20 years ago. T-20, a podcast about not-so-ancient history. Week of 22 September 2002. T-20, the rest is history. Britney, bitch. T-20, you need to nominate two housemates. If you think your stomach is full of crap, give me a hell yeah! That's hot. Welcome to Jackass! It's the show about not-so-ancient history. It's a little podcast we like to call T-20, where we talk about technology, music, movies, TV, and the home of the Hatch Match and Dispatch. Hmm. Can we lay claim to that? I'm sure my mum came up with that when she wanted that section of the paper. Stephen, go get me the Hatch, the hatch Match and Dispatch. dispatch. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I feel like she made it up. I feel like everyone's mum made it up. But anyway. Oh, that's disappointing. It's all about what happened this time 20 years ago. My name's Joel. One half of the host, Mel's over the other side chiming in there. Hello, Mel. Hello, yes. Daughter of the inventor of the Hatch Match and Dispatch right here. <laughs> so right her. I don't think that's accurate. But anyway. let's <laughs> taking what, it. What's happening I'm in the show it. this week? We're looking at the 22nd to the 28th of September all the way back in 2002 and this week we're doubling down on the tech news I'm calling this the unofficial Lord Mist edition of T-20 Oh Lord Mist, okay (laughs) which of course was the uh, what was it? The the avatar the ICQ, ICQ name, name yes. of Dan from IT. It was, and I did actually have to get him to fact check some information for this week's show. Oh, good. Well, He's we, you helped know. me out with some content about a little old web browser that uh, came about twenty years ago, still kicking today. He's still got an early salary toiling down there in the basement <laughs> in the uh, T minus twenty ICT department. Yes, that's right. Also in tech news, the FTC won't let them be. They tried to. To get net cool with the kiddies. I don't know. See, that's how cool I am. Yeah, 20 million other white rappers emerged, (laughs) but no matter how many fish in the sea, hey? Exactly. Uh We had an album for a group that I feel in some way was a bit of a hashtag inspo for Jackass. Oh, absolutely. There was some some connection, wasn't there? Yeah, before there was Jackass, there were these guys. Mm. Yep. We also had two big police procedural dramas debut. Right. And we get to, I'm so excited about this, we get to head to church house, gin house, schoolhouse, outhouse. Outhouse. Was it an outhouse or a townhouse? Oh, I thought it was an outhouse. Well, it depends. I actually on. thought it was a jailhouse, but then I looked up the words and it was gin house. Depends so. on whether you've eaten before okay. you've... I'll or take after. gin house yeah. over jailhouse. Fair enough. And but, then uh, we'll all go to the outhouse and <laughs> chunder. Great. Awesome. Jam-packed show. It is a jam-packed show. Well, I'm thrilled. Good. I'm, I'm, thrilled. Glad you're I'm also thrilled that there's no major news that we're going to be throwing to this week. We're just going to kick straight into the tech, which I find mm. fantastic. Mm. Yeah. I am thrilled that we have embraced club life. <laughs> and I'm not talking doof doof club. I'm no. talking meat trays, bingo, poker machines. We've reached that stage. Meal voucher, club really? life. Uh, uh, the club is yeah. otherwise known as God's waiting room. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> People are just waiting to die at the ah, club. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that, yeah, all right. Now Have that a I schnitzel, think watch a bit of the sport on Sky, and then. Um, Cup of ch- to chuck a couple of coins in the pokies. Yeah, and then just basically wait for the inevitable <laughs> to happen. Well, I'm glad we've embraced it. And I did see a bit of a glimpse into our future last week when we were at the club. Well, if you're in the if you're at the club, the glimpse into your future is death. <laughs> <laughs> There's a table next to us. Yep. Very excited women. They're probably 
I would say about 10, 15 years older than us. Yeah. It's good to see people excited that are 10 to 15 years older than us because I thought that, you know, there was no hope. But when <laughs> you were, see people that are, are a couple of, like a decade in front of you and they're still feeling they excitement, there is a little bit of hope. A good time. They were popping the champagne, yeah. dressed up to the nines. Yeah. I could smell amazing perfume, got their hers did. Yeah. They were really excited. They were there for a... Tribute concert. A tribute concert, Who yes. was it? Was it Neil Diamond? It was Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond I think it was called show. Hot August Night and Ooh. at the time of recording, well, actually it was a couple of weeks ago, but it was in August. Oh, I so love that. They're having a hot August night. which They were. Which is probably hot flushes because of menopause. Um, but I don't but, know that you're allowed to talk about menopause like that. I don't think you're allowed to make menopause look, jokes. I'm allowed to. You're not. Well, it's <laughs> it's just not hot in August <laughs> in Canberra, okay? It's windy and oh, cold. Oh, okay, okay. And the only way it could be a hot August night is right. if that happened. So <laughs> okay. I apologise, but I'm just trying Slightly to funny. Yeah. make it relevant and, you know, it's you not do. hot in August in Canberra. <laughs> you do have the menopause setting on your sleep machine. So oh, let's take it easy. You should be allowed to make All a right, menopause cool. joke here and yeah. there. So, okay, okay you can I'm have that one. I'll put my patch on. So I was thinking, you know, yep. 10 to 15 years and they pull out the tribute band at Top of the Cross for us. Yeah, and they preload with a couple of bottles of champers. Yeah. yeah. What, what's it going to be? A Bardo tribute band? The tribute. Oh, for Bardo, us? Bardo, a tribute. Yeah, for, for us in generation? 10 to 15 years. Maybe, do you remember Culture? Boom, shaka shaka jam. <laughs> I think I saw the OG Culture actually at Top of the Cross at the Southo. Upstairs, yes. in the upstairs ballroom. In the upstairs ballroom with the dance floor. And their bodyguards turned around and said to me, don't touch Culture. Don't touch culture. I wasn't touching them. I think it was a preemptive warning, but I was Don't told. Even look at them. I clearly looked like someone who was going to try and touch culture, and I was told not to touch them. So maybe if the tribute show comes, I will be a very excited uh, lady, all dressed <laughs> up, and I might touch the fake Col- culture. Might touch culture. Yeah. Why uh, not? Limp biscuit corn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, tribute 28 bands. days tribute 28 bands. days, yeah. You can see him doing rip it up up in the top. <laughs> look, can I. Shout out to Gary from Green Room Entertainment. He's already doing Monsters of Rock tribute shows mm. at the Hellenic oh. Club, probably for the generation before ours. So yes. you could see like Poison and Motley Crue yes. and ACDC and Bon Jovi, and Same. it's a fantastic night out. And I can see, I can see it progressing. Maybe a scandalous one. Yeah, yeah. Selwyn sure. tribute show. Oh no, he's still singing, isn't he? I don't think you could ever pay tribute to Selwyn. <laughs> I think he's been cancelled, hasn't he? Oh, no, no, no. Didn't he get – we talked about this before. No, we the, talked about where he was. He had we released something a year or two ago and the guy on the on the socials was like, this is great, man. I remember when my balls dropped. He's probably got a job at the club cleaning out ashtrays. <laughs> you could still smoke at the club? There's a smoking area, a designated <laughs> smoking area. It's outside. Ah. No, they want you to play the pokey. So what do they do? They make waterproof poker machines <laughs> and they put them outside <laughs> so people can keep gambling and and suck on oh, those durries. God's thoughtful. waiting room. It's they're fast tracking their 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 trip to the pearly gates. We're waiting to die even quicker by being able to smoke and play the pokies yeah. at the same time. Still well, in this day and age, genius. Well, I look forward to Bardo tribute with Culture tribute as a support at Top of the Cross in ten to fifteen years. Gary, please. Okay, cool. Mm. I'll um, I'll be. Oh God, it's uh, it's. It'd be a great night. I'll be standing there holding the handbags. Be holding the handbags. Frowning. I'll be drinking the guava cruises. Yeah. A good time will be had by all. Miserable, waiting to die. (laughs)
Take me now. Take me, Jesus. Take me now. I'm ready. <laughs> Hashtag club life. <laughs> you know what else I'm ready for? I'm ready for the movie Clue. We got, well, I'm not ready for the movie Clue. I'm ready for the movie Clue at the end of the show, but you guys are ready for the movie Clue now. So I'm You're ready to take your headphones off headphones and press off. the button. Take my headphones off, press the button. like mm. pressing the button blindly. It's fantastic. Okay, deploying the movie Clue in three, two, one. Hi. Hi. What was going on with you at the club with that hottie? Nothing. Nothing. This guy did get under your skin. No. You're never going to find anyone better than my brother here. He is the greatest. Mm, they referred to the club. I'm wondering if it's the same club. Well, that, if it's our club. Oh, that Maybe they're having a Neil Diamond tribute show. Watching perhaps? Neil Diamond. Who knows? Play it again. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi. What was going on with you at the club with that hottie? Nothing. Nothing. This guy did get under your skin. No. You're never going to find anyone better than my brother here. He is the greatest. Hmm. Yeah, well, okay, so I'm putting my headphones back on. Good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you approved. Uh, you know, we're talking about the tribute shows at the club. Yes. And, and even though we, I, I feel unnecessarily cruel towards anyone who might be a fan of Neil Diamond because Neil Diamond's timeless. Oh, yeah. Ages. I could have gone, I could have gone to that and I would have enjoyed it. Because the there's one thing that I hate a lot. At, mm. at my age, is obnoxious, drunk, twenty-five-year-old males who carry on like it's their first beer and start screaming at the top of their heads, yeah, in the middle of a club or a pub after they've had a few drinks. Oh, and the thing is, you know nah, what? Nah, nah. The, well, you, it doesn't mm. matter. You play Sweet Caroline in front of them, yeah, at twenty-five, or Sweet Caroline in front of blokes at fifty-five that are drunk, <laughs> and they'll all do the bub bub bubs, <laughs> all of them, That's, each and every one of them. That is so true. Isn't technology wonderful? <laughs> no. It's it, it it feels a little bit too early for that, but I'm kind of relieved yes. that we're not doing any sort of bad news stories this week. That's right. We're just getting straight into the tech. We are. For I the love that. 23rd of September 2002, we had the first public version of web browser Mozilla Firefox released, although right. was a different name at this point. So it wasn't called Firefox, but this is the web browser that would evolve into what we know and love today as mm, Firefox. The free and open source web browser. Great. It was developed by the Mozilla Foundation yes. and its subsidiary, the Mozilla Corporation, of which course it was. is a not-for-profit and actually has the tagline, Internet for People, Not Profit. Oh, the revolution starts here, people. It began as an experimental project yep. created under the code name. They had a code name. Love a code name. Created under the code name Phoenix by the Mozilla community members who wanted a standalone browser rather than the – there was an existing um, Mozilla app suite at this right. point, but they wanted a standalone browser. So they called it Phoenix. They called it Phoenix. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Funny you say that because it was effectively rising from the ashes of one Netscape Navigator. Right, which was previously, I mean, Internet Explorer took over everything yeah. about a year ago, wasn't it? So there was yeah. no there was no Netscape Navigator that was gone. Ask Jeeves was yeah. going out. Yep. You know, they're all disappearing and Internet yes. Explorer, i.e., was taking over the world at this stage. Yes. So they were coming up against that. Right. They decided to give it a run for its money. And it was the same community that were behind Netscape. Oh, really? So that makes it even nicer. So it's like all the nerds, all the nerds. The Netscape nerds are rising from the ashes 
to take on internet. Because I was like, why Phoenix? Like, it doesn't mean anything to anyone except for them. But they're obviously oh, sitting around in a little means a lot. Going, <laughs> You know what? I uh, I think we should call it Phoenix <laughs> after what happened to us with Next Game. Now that'll really stick it up. Em. <laughs> yeah, stop laughing. Stop laughing now, nerds, okay, because yep. you lost your Phoenix. Right. Uh, you breached a trademark. Oh, dear. <laughs> in 2003, it was renamed Firebird. Should have probably checked that. Should have checked the trademark register, peeps. Uh, there was a Phoenix Technologies already around and trademarked, so Phoenix was a no-go. So they went with Firebird, and then the Firebird database software project got a bit annoyed. No, that's oh, our name. Sure, they need to run a check on these things. Uh, they can't just brainstorm they? stuff don't and they? make it so. They've got to go and like look it up on the mm. patent office or yes. whatever. Well, I, yes. I don't know that they no, would have had trademark, that resource. There's a trademark register. Yeah, but that probably wasn't available on the internet of at that stage. Of course it was. Do you they reckon? Looked it up on IE6. IE6, they wouldn't do it because of principle. <laughs> they boycotted it. They had no way of checking because they refused to use their technology. They had to create their own browser. And then when they did, they got so bogged down in the name that they couldn't take any action. They were rendered paralysed. <laughs> they eventually landed on Firefox in 2004, which is derived from the nickname of the Red Panda, which is the mascot. Do you, you know the mascot? Yeah, I didn't realise it was a Red Panda, but like now, that, tail. now that I say it... Like, oh, yeah, that is kind yeah. of Panda-esque, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I can see that now. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not a fox. That's a panda. Firefox was a great Firefox movie. is a nickname for the Red Panda. It's also a great Clint Eastwood film, but anyway, I digress. Firefox is really popular, and this is where Lord Mist gave me a little bit of insight. Once yeah. again, I'm glad he's earning his money. Yes, awesome. I did want him to fact check me if I was talking about some. Well, of course, it's a res- I said it before. It's a resource that is there to be used. Correct. He was saying back in the early 2000s, it was really popular for web development and it had a developer's toolbar and something called Firebug. I don't know. He knows what that means. But he used to use it a lot because he used to build he website probably, he stuff. He would have laughed at the Phoenix joke as well. Oh, yeah, he, he would have gone, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> could have, could have Wonder made. if I could use that as me ICQ My name. ICQ no, name. it's <laughs> trademarked. Can't do it. Lord, missed it is. But yeah, he was a big fan, big fan back in the day. It's still around today. I believe release 104 came out late August. Right. It's not as popular as some of the others, but people do cite it as having really good security features. And I I, I think a lot of them are kind of on par at the moment as far as security goes. But a few years back, it was one of the few that didn't track you. Yeah, across right. your browsing history. Yeah, that's nice. You could, um, you could turn cookies on and off and do all that sort of thing with it, right? Like yes. Like it block a lot of stuff as well. And it, the Tor browser, so, you know, the Onion router where you oh, stay anonymous online yeah, or you yeah. access the dark web, I, that just sort of. hurts my brain. I don't like yeah, thinking about it. I don't want to go it. anywhere near that. It's um, complicated. But the Tor browser is actually based off of Firefox because of the security features that, that Firefox had. Really? Yeah, it was hashtag inspo for Tor, apparently. That's kind of cool. Yes. I am a big fan of Firefox Focus. What is that, Firefox that, Focus? Firefox Focus is an, a more evolved version of Firefox and it's an app yeah. and it's it's a browser as well. Yeah. But as soon as you close it, as soon as you close it, it immediately deletes your browsing history. <laughs> Which is, that you know, is so handy. instead also, of having that medic alert bracelet where if anything oh, untoward happens to you, history. say delete my browsing history, just get Firefox Focus. Well, th- that sounds good, but then I had a great example today. Yeah. I was looking for the dog 
that was freeze dried that had oh, a fright. Oh, the one that looked like it had a fright. And I, could, I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was yeah. thinking, did I imagine the fright dog? No. Then I jumped on my computer and I went through my history and I found it. Mm-hmm. So there is something to be something to be said for keeping your history. There is. You can find the fright dog. Sometimes. Sometimes. The, the, on the uh, internet it's a dangerous thing though. Yeah. The, yep. They also had the triple X history from when I was looking up the movie. Exactly. So. <laughs> the movie as in the movie Triple X, the movie with Vin Diesel. Let's go back and have a look at that after the podcast. Uh, so anyway, uh, Firefox was also the first to implement tabbed browsing. Really? It's their fault that I currently have 33 tabs. tabs sitting on my phone, and I've had them open for so long that they feel like family and I can't close oh, them. Oh, are you kidding? I can't I, close I, them. I, I've, I'm like, I've had this one over here. There's one that's got, you know, the old phone guy? You yeah. know, he used to ring up for the time. Yeah, at the third stroke. Yes. You have too many tabs open. He doesn't exist anymore, but someone no. recreated him as a database on the internet, right? Oh, fantastic. I've had it open since 2018. I don't want to close it. You have it. had a tab open yes. for four years. I don't want to close it because I'm frightened I will never find it again. And it's like the phone voice. And when I stumbled across it, it was such a good day. You can So he's been it. sitting. Just oh. bookmark it, you pelican. Well, it's been open now for so long. Oh I can't close it. I can't, I can't close that. it. I, I feel I feel like it's part of our this family. Is, this is why we have separate computers, <laughs> right? Because I go in and you like you have just got crap open everywhere yes. and especially your yes. internet browser there's yes, tabs all over the place there's 33 i only have the tabs that i am using at the time open and you're as soon going as they do you have, it's such a waste of time just going and closing them you've just got to open them again when you want to find the frightened dog no i don't i just well i well yeah but i i live in the now <laughs> you're so reckless i don't like loose delving back into the past because it always reminds me of what an idiot i've been 33 i don't think 33 tabs is that bad. I reckon I reckon there's people out there with more than 33. There are. They they you should know, get, hit us up on the socials. Hit us up on the socials. Yes. How like, many how many tabs did Dan from IT say he had mm, open the other day? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Are I you serious? I don't know if I'm allowed to say because it's, you know, He's working in he's IT. Like, yeah, he's like. Well, maybe it's an experiment. Maybe he's doing IT. it to see how many tabs he, he can have open. He had so many that he got some alert saying um you have this many open. Would you like to close them? And he's like, yeah, I know. So? <laughs> what are you going to do about you it? You don't know me, browser. <laughs> wow. All right, we won't say. We'll keep him protected. But he did. He did actually come in with a song recommendation for the show. I got tabs in the browser. I got tabs. I got tabs in the browser. I got tabs. I got tabs in the browser. I got tabs. I got tabs in the browser, I got tabs Tab bars in my browser, always crowded on the daily Always filled with some bulls, some articles I may read If you saw the way my windows look, you'd call me crazy I'll be spawning tabs like rabbits when they making babies That is great. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open that song on a tab and leave that open. Making babies. (laughs) What is that? Is amazing. That you know what the terrible thing about that is is when I have my next attack of insomnia, I am going to be singing (laughs) that on repeat in my head all the way through the night until I I go slowly inside. Yeah, that's good. Wow. What else (laughs) have we got in technology news? Don't tell me that's it. There's got to be more. No, we got the FTC. Oh, the FTC that won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. Yes. On the 26th of September, the Federal Trade Commission. I didn't know that that's what FTC stood for, actually. Yeah. That's what, well, now you do. 
You've learned something in the podcast. It's an educational show. A, a trade commission, why are they so bossy? Why won't they let me be? What's what's that got to do? What's Eminem got to do with trade? I don't know. Maybe there's another FTC. There might be. There's, anyway. There's an acronym for everything and there's some acronyms have multiple meanings. This FTC unveiled Dewey the Turtle at the Privacy 2002 conference. That would be because it's the FCC uh, with Eminem, not the FTC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. What is the FCC, though? <laughs> the FCC. Oh, you're making me work for it. I tonight. was wondering why the Trade Commission cared about the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission. So, oh, okay, Eminem, you can't you can't make a swear yeah. on the radio. You can't, you, yeah, you okay. can't be they, trading. They try to shut me down on MTV. Yeah, yeah. okay, that yeah. makes sense. As opposed to the Trade Commission, he's not trading anything. He's just well, he is. I mean, he's selling me anyway. We're going off track. Can we talk about Dewey the Turtle? Yes, so we're talking about Dewey the Turtle. I don't know what he's got to do with the Trade Commission. I think they protect the public from deceptive things going on. Right. So Dewey came out as part of the Privacy 2002 conference, which was held this time 20 years ago. Well, he's about protecting people's information. You've got to remember, like 20 years ago, Mm. it was a bit more the Wild West. So information would be able to be shared between businesses. You subscribe to this mailing list and then they've got your details over here. And potentially they're going, well, it's not regulated, so we could go and share some stuff with some people over there. And sure, I'll marry you, Nigerian prince. And I did (laughs) win that lotto. Really, I've just got to give you a bank account. That's you so said legit. Nigerian Prince. I'm like, I'm just thinking of a really crappy version of the song Purple Rain. <laughs> purple Rain, Purple Rain. You know? <laughs> 2000, zero, that's zero, not, party unfortunately, that's not who I married back in 2002. Do, do, Let's get back to, do, 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 to, to do, Dewey. I'm going to party like it's give me your credit card details. Dewey. Yes. The web wise turtle, uh-huh. often referred to as Dewey the E Turtle. Dewey the E Turtle. Design the- E Turtle. <laughs> Oh, dear. What <laughs> raves is he going to? Dewey the E-Turtle. Oh, just, I just want to be hugged, man. I just love everyone. I don't think he was going to raves. He was okay. designed to help kids and their parents stay safe on the WWW. The World Wide Web. The information superhighway. According to the FTC, <laughs> Dewey's wired, but he carries his security shell no matter what he's doing on the internet. Oh, good. Dewey's wired because he's an e-turtle. <laughs> he's off his chops on pingers. <laughs> he's had too many disco biscuits. He had his own website and I jumped on the yeah. Wayback Machine today. Yeah, really? I love the Wayback Machine. Yes, because I couldn't really find, I found one media release and it didn't have any photos of him and I wanted to see what he looked like. I could just see him jumping around with a chopper chop in his mouth to stop him from grinding <laughs> his teeth. Oh, I'm wearing like furry pants or something <laughs> and weird sunglasses. Exactly. No, he no wasn't. Shirt. I jumped on the Wayback uh-huh. Machine. No shell, yeah. And sure. he just looked like. A cartoon turtle. turtle. And there was a picture of him in a racing car as well. I don't know what the racing car, I think he was racing around the internet, right. helping people out. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on the Wayback Machine for anyone who's interested. Uh-huh. And it has a website and it includes tips for using broadband services safely because yep. this is when broadband started to hit the streets. Uh-huh. Tips for online shopping online tools to help prevent spam, also provides links to law enforcement agencies that handle cybercrime issues. And he's not just for the kids. There was also a business Dewey who had a briefcase and in his briefcase were tools to guard against internet fraud, 
viruses and hackers. And probably a whole bunch of money from all the pingers he was selling <laughs> driving around his fast car. Uh, it's funny because mm. he was mainly aimed at kids though, right? Yeah, yeah. And and kids back then, millennials back then, obviously grew up learning, you know, not to open untowards attachments or give yeah, up don't, personal don't information Don't click that online. link. Don't give your bank account details. Don't just share photos with people. Keep away from Nigerian prints. <laughs> His version of Purple Rain is inferior. <laughs> yeah. All of that sort of stuff. But yes, yes. But they're they're kind of they're old now. They're like mid twenties, late twenties, those yeah, millennials. Yep, yep, you know. they would be. Maybe even early thirties. Mm. So perhaps Dewey has some advice for them now. Hey friends, it's been a minute since we got together and talked about how to stay safe on the internet. And a lot of things have changed since those days. So here's a few more rules to keep you web-wise in 2022. First of all, it's better to delete than tweet. What might have been an ignorant and seemingly harmless gay joke back in 2002 is a full-blown homophobic slur these days. It could cost you a valuable job like hosting the Oscars. Secondly, OnlyFans is definitely a viable option for making a fortune. And best of all, it's forever, so your grandchildren will be able to see how you used to f**k long after you're dead and gone. And finally, influencers aren't called that for nothing. Before you make any critical life choices, make sure you ask yourself, what would Jessica Power do? Oh, what would Jessica Power do? She'd subscribe to this podcast and she'd tell all her friends. I think she'd enjoy That's how it. far-reaching her influence is. Yeah, that'd be good, Jess. I don't know Thanks. that I want any of Jessica Power's fans or people that she's influencing yeah, listening to this. Get. Well, um, how good was Nigerian Prince, though? I mean... <laughs> it did sound a little bit more like Indian Prince. Well... You've yeah. just got to work on your dialects, your pronunciations. <laughs> but, yes, yes. It's not definitely. my mother tongue. <laughs> Definitely the the more inferior. Of the Let's princes. talk about music, shall we? <laughs> Let's do that. Let's start with the Billboard top five singles in the US this time twenty years ago. Five. Yeah, take that. what it sound like <laughs> when the doves cry. <laughs> Why should you give me some zero? Anyway, what happened on the, what, was there goodness. any movement on the charts that sounded exactly the same as last week, I think. Excuse me. Really? Hot and her, not and her. Oh, hot and her is gone. Gone. Bye. Out of the top five. Thank goodness for that. So hot and her is gone, and then P. Diddy has jumped back in because he was. Oh, so out. Diddy was it? What song was the Diddy song? I need a girl. Oh, I need Part a girl. Part two. 
Genuine and loon. Um, Gangster Lovin' at number four. So Uh that's dropped back from number two to number four. Right. Complicated still number three. Uh Cleaning out my closet. The FTC did let him be and moved him up to number two-y. FFCC. (laughs) FCC, FTC. Stands for freaking corn chips. NFT, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, okay, cool. And uh, Nelly Kelly. Dilemma still number one. Right. Been number Good. one for a while. Good yes. for them. So Excellent. there has been some movement. It's pretty boring, really, the charts. Boring in Australia. This one is still number one. Tell me. Okay. <laughs> she did. Yep, Avril, number Just one. Just slightly, Australia. a little yep. bit. We had a new number one. I'm a bit sad about this, actually. New oh, number one in Germany. Herbert's been bumped off his perch. I'm not allowed to say mensch anymore. Oh, you said <laughs> it. Stop it. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like bad ASMR. It's really <laughs> horrible. <sighs> Please never say that word again. He's been replaced with a condiment. Oh, it's a ketchup song. Yes, it's last ketchup. It's last ketchup. How does last number one in Germany? Go to number one? Okay, fair enough. I don't understand. Not buying local anymore. Clearly, over in Germany. But anyway. <laughs> Why are we? Well, we. I just. I think we boycott the German charts from now on. If that's you the think? case, yeah, yeah. What if if Herbert's Herbert? gone, nah. Okay, I'll just. I'll just watch from afar, and if Herbert comes back in, then yeah, we well, can. We can bring back the German well, charts. You know, the the German listener has, mm. who's probably just somebody in Australia. I've been waiting for them to message me and has, say, has, "I remember this. I loved Herbert, but has I has not no, come out of the closet. Nothing. Has not slid into our DMs. <laughs> no. It's probably." Taking the advice of Dewey the Maybe Turtle. Maybe the FTC just, <laughs> disallowed the message to come through or something. I don't know. I don't think that that's a thing. But anyway. I don't know. Uh, okay. So last ketchup, number one in Germany. Germany. Who's number one in the New UK? number one for the UK. Oh, it's pink, mm, just like a pill. Do you reckon she bought it off an e-turtle? <laughs> it's some random sports Why car. Why is everything so connected today? <laughs> this is too much. He's like, here's your package and don't click on any suspicious I, links. I can't, I'm at the stage now where I don't know if this podcast is annoying <laughs> or everyone's having as good a time as what we are. This is just too much. Just like a pill, number one in the UK. Interestingly, this song was released in the US in June 2002. Right. So a couple of months ago, only went to number eight in the Billboard Hot 100, which is why we haven't spoken about it because I was like, that's that's weird. We haven't talked about this song. Mm. And it's number one in the UK. What? Um, yeah, so it didn't get that high over there, but it did achieve number one in the UK. It was her second number one over in the UK. Right. Here in Australia, it was a radio-only single. So they didn't release it on CD single for people to buy in oh, you the hopes. Hear it on the radio. But but it was still on the album. On the album because they were the trying album. to raise the album sales. So they wanted sales people to buy the album to get the of, song instead of releasing it as a single. I That's, don't know if that worked. That well, I think it did. Rude. I think it did. I think it's funny how it seems like Australia was a little bit slow on the uptake with Pink, mm. and yet when we did finally go, oh. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Bogans we were rejoicing in the what, streets. They actually, still are. We like Pink. Yeah, she's all right. I think I wouldn't mind getting some tickets to her concert. 
twirling on that stage there with the hula hoops and the ropes and Those stuff. Big ribbons. Yeah. Yes. Quite um, the spectacle. Yeah, so I think we're a bit slow on the uptake, but eventually we get around to it. <laughs> we got there in the end yeah. and we had to buy her album, Misunderstood, just like a pill that was. That was the third single from so that album. So great marketing tactic from the record company then, doing Possibly. the radio-only single. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. heard of a radio-only single before. Yeah. Well, that there was you go. one. Hmm. There you go. Back when we still bought CDs. Yes, and CD mm. singles. Remember in the cardboard sleeves, and then you'd like spill a little bit of drink on them, and they'd be ruined. Yeah, always scratch them. Yeah, always Struggle. so mindful. I, I do remember that, and I remember how mindful we were of like protecting our CDs at all costs when CDs came out because we wouldn't want to scratch. scratch oh, I didn't them want to scratch the case in case you know God. the laser didn't read it properly, and then all of a sudden there's like CD singles just coming out in cardboard. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then you tip it upside down and it falls out on the ground. And, oh, it's not protecting anything. Ruined my Boom Shake the Room single. An album that I bought on the 24th of September was this one by Sepultura. It was a live album under Ooh. a pale grey sky. And this album was recorded in 1996, just before Max Cavalera left the band. So Sepultura is still going. Max Cavalera, lead singer of the band, mm. has bailed. Apparently some kind of dispute, Oh, rumours abound, has yes. left Sepultura. But before he did, he recorded this. Greetings from the Don Juan! Oh, Yeah, it's a bit sad to see Max leave Sepultura, but Sepultura was still pretty good without him with uh, vocalist Derek Green in there. Uh, I think Igor Cavalera, Max's brother, left the band a few years after Max left. Mm. And uh, the drummer that they've got at the moment, I think his name's Eloy. He's fantastic, so good. Anyway, Sepultura were one of those bands that taught me Mm. that not all music had to come from America or the UK or, Mm. like, do you know what I mean? There are other countries in the world that make great tunes, and Sepultura were fantastic. They yes, just, they, this is they, they opened the the doorway for me to go. Okay, so there's really cool bands that come from South America, and there's bands that come from Norway. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! And all these other weird European countries, and and all of a sudden, it's like like your whole world opens up when you realise that music is not just confined to the charts and mm. not just the pop charts, but mm. there's also metal charts as well. It's not confined just to the Western world. There's a lot of stuff happening. And you hear him when he opens that and he's like, greetings from the third world, and then he sounds like Cookie Monster. His <laughs> voice, I love Max's voice. He's so great. Anyway, yeah, that is I, a fantastic album. The metalheads that I hung out with in college lent me their Sepultura cassette. Yeah. Lent it to me on cassette. And I don't think I ever gave it back to them. I probably still got it. Is there anywhere in the world that they're referred to as Sepultra? I think there are a lot of Australians. Because I had an argument there with somebody that, for many hours yeah. over the pronunciation. They were trying to tell me that it was Sepultra. Sepultura. I was saying, I'm pretty sure it's not. I've, I borrowed the cassette from the metalheads at college and yeah. that's not how they said it, so I think you're wrong. And he said, you're wrong. And well, we had a big argument. I think back when they first came out, like nobody knew how to pronounce it, right? Oh, so, uh, interesting. I, I, I actually credit... Sepultura 
I, there's two bands that I credit for probably being responsible for new metal, Sepultura and Faith No More. Ah, yep. Just that jump up and mm. down kind of mm-hmm. mixture of a little bit of hip hop and and obviously like the you know you've got your Rage Against Machines and stuff like that. But I just feel like they had a lot to do with the sound of a lot of those new metal bands and and, and Roots was definitely the the album that Sepultura put out that that had a lot a huge influence mm. over new metal. I was. More, I liked the album before that, Chaos AD. I thought that was fantastic. That's the one I had on cassette. But the album before that, too, Beneath the Remains, like out. Oh no, Arise was the album before that. And then the album before Arise, Beneath the Remains, was awesome. Actually, while I'm trying to get my heavy metal facts straight, I I need to issue a retraction. No. To Nigerian Prince, perhaps? Not to Nigerian Prince. He is a prince. He's a bit of a king. My friend Matt rings me the other day, and I'm oh. like, I'm like, he's like, I just listened to your last episode, so like we're a couple of weeks ahead, yes. so it's taken me a while to get to this retraction. He's probably sitting there going, "When's he going to do the retraction? <laughs> I bet she's going to bury it at the end of the episode. <laughs> like there'll be like five in, minutes. It'll be like a in hidden five track. point times new road. Be like a hidden track. There'll be seven minutes of silence, and then the retraction <laughs> yes. will kick in. That's a good idea. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about. And I, I very quickly, we were talking about the Foo Fighters and I mentioned their documentary series and I called it Lost Highways. Mm. And I don't even remember that's that. not what it was called. It's called Sonic Highways. Oh. Lost Highways is a David Lynch film. So I'm basically comparing apples and oranges. Oh, and so, so it, Matt, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Thanks for the fact check. <laughs> Sonic Highways was the Foo Fighters. Ah, see, yeah. maybe you should fact check with Matt, like I did with Lord Mist, and you wouldn't have come into this. Shake that thing, Miss. Can I, can I shake that thing, Miss? Hannah better shake that thing, yeah. Donna, Donna, Jordi and Rebecca. Woman, oh get busy. Just shake that booty non stop when the beat drop. Just keep swinging it, get jiggy, get drunk. Sean Paul. Oh, it's so annoying. No, I love so that annoying. song, Get Busy. I miss is, Sean Paul. Is he from South America? He's Jamaican. Could have duetted with um, Sepultura. He's Jamaican. Oh, he's Jamaican. Okay, Jamaican. cool. I've offended everyone. I'm offending the Nigerians. I'm offending the Jamaicans. I'm offending the South Americans. I'm offending Dan from IT. I'm offending turtle lovers the world over. <laughs> What's this Sean Paul album all about? Dutty Rock. What's Dutty Rock Dutty Rock. rock. Mean? It means dirty rock. Oh, right. Yes, Dutty okay. Rock. So, uh, that's, yes. So is second writing with an accent, is yes, it? Yes, yes. Okay. Second studio album for the Jamaican reggae dance hall artist. Yep. That album had two number ones, that one, Get Busy, and Baby Boy. Remember that one with Beyonce? Oh, uh, yeah. Baby Boy. I, I have, yeah, I do. I didn't know he had anything to do with that. I think he does I, some holobola in that too. Oh, right. Blah, 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 blah. Shake yeah. That. I do have a question. Oh, do in regards you? to get get busy, I have lots of questions, but I just want to ask one at this stage. Okay, who are Jordi and Rebecca? That's two questions because that's two people. <laughs> I think it's Jody, isn't it? Not Is it? Jordi. Oh, because it's, it's Dutty Rock with Jody the accent, so I've always thought it was Jordi. Mm, I really hope it's Jody Webster and Rebecca Murray, who I went to primary school with. I don't. Sing about. I don't think that they were getting busy with Sean Paul. Probably not. Actually, good point. It's interesting. Were they friends of yours? Uh, kind of. Not like BFFs, okay, but they cool. were there. All right. They were cool. nice. Because, I mean, maybe. Anyway, I won't go there then. It's going to say some really horrible things. <laughs> I don't think you should. I think you should stop right, right keep now. Going. Yep. Interesting, it's not a shorty 
Everyone else was singing about Shorty. He's singing about Jody and Rebecca. Jody and Rebecca. Well, that's good. Duddy Rock also had the singles Give Me the Light. I didn't answer my question, but anyway. Oh, what, did, what was the question? Oh, who were Jody Who were Rebecca? they? I don't know. I guess that's something that's a secret that potentially Sean Paul will take to his well, grave. Well, maybe you, you Google it while I drop some fact bombs <sighs> okay, yeah, about just Sean. Go. I don't really care about this I do miss anyway. it. I was about six months ago, I was actually thinking, whatever happened to Sean Paul? I liked that song. He also had the singles Give Me the Light, Light Glue, and I'm Still in Love with You, which all charted from this album. It reached number nine on the Billboard 200 and number two on the UK Albums charts, sold 65,000 copies in its first week and over two million copies in the US. He also more recently had the hits Temperature. Remember that one? No. Make the right temperature. From the front of the Please stop. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, I do. I do. I should just. Something. I should have just said yes, yes, dear. You should have. Do you know stop. that, though? Are you, are yeah, you I do. I know what you're saying. saying it to about. make me shut up. No, I could see Mench if you like. No, please don't. He also featured on um, Cheap Thrills by Sia. According oh, yeah. to his MySpace, I found his MySpace. He's got a MySpace still out there. His mother was a renowned painter. And he was a skilled athlete, excelling in swimming especially and especially water polo and played for the Jamaican national water polo team. Really? He played water polo? Water polo. And his mother was a renowned painter. That's on his MySpace. He might have in- indulged a bit and over-exaggerated, but according to his MySpace, he released his eighth album. Oh, there we go. So that answers my question about where is he? He released his eighth album in May this year. He's married with two kids, Levi and Remy. And did you find who Geordie and Rebecca are? Oh, there's are? like all these things online about Sean oh, Paul revealing theories. who Geordie and Rebecca are. And- Sorry, it is Jodie, Jodie and Rebecca. I don't know. I've got to watch a 10-minute YouTube video and I just don't care. Oh, okay. You can go and Google it yourselves. I'll watch it later. Sean Paul talks collabs, daily struggles, and we finally find out who Jodie and Rebecca are. And then I open the thing up, and this is where I need, (laughs) this is where I need Dewey the E Turtle. Because, like, there's this scene that says, Sean Paul stopped by to chat, and then there's a YouTube link, and then there is, like, your 2022 horoscope is so accurate, it will give you dot, dot, dot. Wanted Australians who want to try the latest high-tech hearing aid. Slot machines can be easy to win, but only oh. if you know this. If pokey players club. knew this, they would never stop playing. Mm. Maths Australia's Olivia and Jackson announced shock split. I don't care. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm <laughs> going down this internet K-hole, and I do not care about Jordy and Rebecca. I love that you've Geordie been thrown something about pokies when we're talking about the club, and you've been thrown something about maths when we're talking about Jessica Power. I should have just watched the video. You should have. You could have watched the video by now. All right, let's move to the next album release from 20 years ago. This is one that I'm pretty sure you had. Oh, yeah, I liked this band at the time, CKY, Mm. with their album Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild. Just when you thought you couldn't get away from acronyms. <laughs> yes. FTC, FCC, CKY, which was. What's that stand for? Camp Kill Yourself. Oh, charming. Pleasant, isn't it? Mm. Uh, they were from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Their vocalists. I and got guitarists. dropped off out of a bus at Westchester, Westchester, Pennsylvania, at the mall there. What'd you think of it? 
I didn't like no, it. No, it's not much of a place. No. Anyone skateboarding around there? You yes. You could have seen people filming Camp Kill Yourself videos. Potentially, because this was 2003. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm. uh, Darren Millen, Chad Ginsburg, drummer Jess Margera, who is Bam Margera's I was going to say brother. that last name sounds familiar. Yeah, and they were responsible for the CKY video series, which featured a whole bunch of their music and set to skateboarding and uh. stupid stunts, which became the foundation for Jackass. Like Jackass was kind of assembled from a group of of different people in the yeah. skateboarding community, but CKY was, I think, the inspiration for a lot of those things. So there you go. That, and, and as a result, the band actually got quite big all of a sudden. It was their first album to chart, got to 99 in the Billboard US 200, so that's a, a pass. Mm. All their videos have just featured clips of their stunts and things like that. They toured the States. They were invited by Axl Rose to perform in Vancouver as the opening warm-up act for the Chinese Democracy Tour. It's probably good that you opened on the Chinese Democracy Tour because if you played, like, <laughs> people would have left halfway through that concert. We went and saw the Chinese Democracy Tour, remember? Guns and Roses. Only slightly remember, yes. And I bought a, I bought a ladies' large T-shirt. It did not fit. It was like a, a midriff. Oh, old, that like old a, chestnut. It was like a, a, a midriff boob tube. Yeah, it was yeah. not a good look. Yeah, it's not a no, good look at all. I no. think it looked great, It had actually. lots of uh, rhinestones on it. Anyway, it, it actually, they didn't end up doing the show. Oh, they didn't? No, because Axel cancelled or something. Oh. I don't know. He didn't arrive. He didn't show up at Vancouver <laughs> and they cancelled the show. Hey, oh. and then there were riots. Oh, great. typical Guns and Roses show. Great night. Anyway, CKY <laughs> did the rest of the tour or something. Who cares? They supported Metallica in 2003. They're still doing stuff, but their lineups have kind of chopped and changed. In 2017, they were the opening act for Him's Farewell Tour. Uh, Him is another artist that was featured fairly so prominently. Say he was, yeah, he was part of, he was in. Bear Margera he was, was friends, friends with, with them, wasn't Jimmy he? Or Harlow, the singer from Him. Oh, he stole his and logo, he basically didn't stole he? stole his logo. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate a logo thief. Yeah. Uh, in November, they released a track that actually featured the late frontman from Turbo Negro, uh, Hank Von Hell, yep. who passed away earlier this year, which was very sad. Mm. So there you go. That is CKY and their album Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild. Now we've got some music news as well, I believe, that's got to do with, is it got to do with road closures? <laughs> Sometimes I have a traffic for you here. There you, go. you just want to do it, don't you? I remember it. I'm not yeah. wearing a sports bra, so that's a big Get, mistake. Oh. <laughs> Did you know? No. Before we get into this news, I just yeah. need to share this. Did you know that Australia is the only country that does the nutbush dance? Is that right? <laughs> yes. Well, we just did the, the nutbush dance. We invented that. <laughs> Trudy sent Trudy listens to the show. She posted this video, and someone comes on and goes. Tell me you're Australian without telling me you're Australian. And there's two people ugly dancing the nutbush. And I was like, ha, that's funny because that's what everyone does in the clubs. But then I looked into it and apparently. Nowhere else in the world. Australia is the only one that does the nutbush. And apparently Tina did a concert once and everyone just started doing it. She was like, what the hell's going on? What's going on? She thought she'd rocked up to a flash mob or something. (laughs) 
wish I wish there was footage of her face. There's not. That but- would be amazing. Yeah, imagine the first time she saw that. <laughs> That'd be crazy, you idiots! She's like, "Yeah, that's stupid and ugly. Stop doing it." Happened. We all did it at my (laughs) wedding, and it was great. (laughs) Yes, but it's only in Australia. Isn't that odd? That's very. (laughs) That's very peculiar. I do love a nut bush. All of a sudden, I do love a nut bush. I wonder where it came from. Well, no, no, no. It's actually, you know, how I had thirty. 33 tabs. I actually have 38 tabs, and right. that is one of them. Let me open to that. To find out where Nutbush originated from yes. in Australia. Okay. Why, Nutbush. Yep. Why is Australia the only country that does the Nutbush dance is the that's title the of tab oh, number 37. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, let me. It all started when this turtle dropped some ease <laughs> off at a wedding. Okay, the earliest reports suggest that the dance moves were the brainchild of primary school teachers in the late 70s, although there are no concrete reports That'd that this is the right. truth. Of course, in I the, believe that. In the 1980s, it had taken the nation by storm, performed in <laughs> discos, dances, weddings, bar mitzvahs and school classrooms around the country. Right. Um, the Nutbush followed the trend of line dancing that was gaining popularity in the US, but we like obviously it turned it into something dancing. a bit more basic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, we didn't want to do line dancing or the electric slide or anything. So we're like, yeah, let's just move our feet to the nut bush. Why not? And you know, there was like a techno version of the nut bush where you did like double time with your hands. And I, I, I learned that I once. I learned that. that once and I did no. it at the Tuggies disco and people were looking at me no, like, take off. what is that? That's no nut bush. What is that? That's Tina not the would way. be so impressed. There's one way we do it. It's a way we've always done it, and that's the only that's way we're ever going to do it. Foot to the side, foot to the side, foot to the back, foot to the back, knee to the front, knee to the front, crisscross, jump, clap. Also, it was an outhouse. <laughs> what well, was it? Yeah, it was an outhouse. I, what did was, you think it was? I thought it was a townhouse. I was a bit too upmarket <laughs> for the nutbush, clearly. Why are we talking about the nutbush? Because it wasn't that like 70s or 80s. Yes, it was. But this time, 20 years ago, the 28th of September 2002, a stretch of Tennessee State Route 19 between Brownsville and Nutbush. Highway number 19. Highway people, number 19. They keep the city clean. They keep it clean. Yeah. They call it nutbush. That's but why no, I thought they had townhouses there. They now call it Tina Turner Highway. Oh, well, that it doesn't rhyme with anything. Tina Turner Highway this time 20 years ago. I think that's lovely, and I really hope there's a petrol station there that just plays that song on repeat. To change the lyric and from Highway Number 19 to Tina, Tina Turner, Turner highway. highway. You have just People visited a tidy town. <laughs> It's very hard to pigeonhole entertainment into just one segment of the show because I feel like this whole episode has been the epitome of pure entertainment. The Nutbush is entertaining. Can I just drop a Nutbush fact Another before one. we move? We've moved. Okay, sure. In 2015, the Victorian town of Horsham set the record for the most number of people performing the Nutbush with 254 dancers. Then... At the Big Red Bash in the Simpson Desert, they broke the record with 2,330 people performing the Nutbush. Wow. Despite the popularity of the dance, Tina Turner has never performed it. That's a lot of (laughs) Nutbush. It is. (laughs) Okay, let's move to movies. Good. Number one at the US box office, same as last week. Oh, Barbershop. Barbershop, 12.8 million it took this time 20 years ago. Uh Uh-huh. 
in Australia. We did have a new number one, but it's one that we have already talked about because it was number one in the States, Austin Powers in Gold Member. So did that come out? That must have come out later in Australia. Did, yeah. did. I saw it at the movies. I think I went on a date to see it at the movies oh, and it was awkward. It's classy. Not a, yeah, it was just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> was it, was it like a blind date? There wasn't a second date. There was no second date. No, no. What are we going to see? Gold Member. Yeah. Then we might go and hit the clubs and do some nut bushing. <laughs> cool. Maybe I'll um, check out this cover band. There's no, the Australian Nigerian Prince show is happening <laughs> down at the RSL. Oh, that'd be great. Thanks. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Movie news. Give me some news. The small screen, actually. Not, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Not sure. movies. We had the 54th Emmy Awards on the 22nd of September. Oh, yeah. Hosted yep. by Conan O'Brien, yep. winners included Friends for Outstanding Comedy uh, Series, yep. The West Wing for Outstanding Drama Series, The Late Show with David Letterman. Great show. Won the um, category for Variety Musical Comedy Series and Band of Brothers. We've spoken about that because that only sort of came out, wasn't that a 2001 Yeah, yeah, we've series? spoken about it a couple of times with David Schwimmer in it. Yes, yeah. that yeah. one. That was Outstanding Miniseries in terms of individual winners, Ray Romano won for Everybody Loves Raymond. That was huge early two thousands. It was on the TV every night. It was every night. I think it like replaced Seinfeld. A seven o'clock thing, wasn't it? Seven to seven thirty. Seven o'clock on the Teeny Bopper Network Channel (laughs) Ten. Yes, Jennifer Aniston for her role in Friends and. Laura Linney won for Wild Iris. Laura Linney is someone that's popped up again. We've been watching oh, her. Oh, in Ozark or yes. Ozark. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, she's yes. a bit despicable in Ozark or Ozark or however is it, you pronounce it. I thought it was it. Ozark. Probably is Ozark. Uh, yeah, but she was in Wild Iris back then and that's what she won the award for. Oprah. Oh. Won the first Bob Hope Humanitarian Award. The inaugural Bob Hope Humanitarian Went Award. Went to the big O. <laughs> she gave a pretty famous speech and it was quite moving actually. She talked about her childhood, how her dad was a barber and he used to give people a need-free haircuts. He'd invite them home for dinner and, and when she was a young child she never quite understood and used to think, well, Dad, why are you bringing all these randos home and giving them our food. Because he's, he's a humanitarian. He's laying that's the foundation where, that's going to so turn that's Oprah where, into a humanitarian. That's right. That's where it came from. It was very emotional, very moving. But it was the press conference afterwards where she got asked questions. That's what I enjoyed. Oprah, you, Oprah, yeah. you look, you look sinc- to your right. 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 You're right. right. I'm right. here. There you are. Right. Um, you look sensational. How have you done it? And what, what kind of advice would you give to women who, you know, struggle with their images? I'm saying, uh, this is my advice. When you start into the perimenopause stage, you need to start lifting weights. You have to do weights. You have to work out and you have to fight for everything you get. Uh, it didn't come easy getting in this gown. And Oprah, Oprah, to your left. To your, no, no, your left. No, uh, to my left, Oprah, your left. How, how, how does it feel now that you're in that gown? But my JJ is painting. Right, thank you very much. Say no more. <laughs> thank you, Oprah. Got to get on the weights in the perimenopause. Yeah. You Handy. Handy wait, look, it's good advice. But weights. how did she go from humanitarian award to discussing her well, they asked the question. Advice. They asked the question as yes, to why um, she looks so good, and she's like, "Wait, <laughs> do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Have you heard of leg day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, this time twenty years ago, we had a couple of TV series debuts. Play this music. See if you know what this one is. <laughs> Do you 
know that one? Yeah, it's that song by The Who that's ruined because they took all the words out of it. <laughs> yeah. What's Won't the get show? fooled again. It's uh, it's CSI Miami. Very good. It debuted, depends which website you believe. It was either the 23rd or the 26th of September 2002, but both of those fit in this week, so we're okay to talk about it. Launch an investigation into that. (laughs) Get to the bottom of it. (laughs) Crime Scene Investigation Miami, or as Randy from My Name Is Earl calls it, Crime Stuff in Miami. Because that's what the CSI stands for. Another acronym. Mm. FCC, FTC, CKY, CSI. Premieres on CBS. Oh, Christ. <laughs> it's a police procedural drama. And when I saw that police procedural, I was yeah, like, what's what are, are like, they cutting? Th- are they dissecting gloves, things? Rubber gloves on. Are they cutting up a and, cow's eyeball? <laughs> turn your head and cough. Yeah, what it's is gonna that? It's going to go in for a minor procedure. I'll be back at work tomorrow. Don't worry. It'll be fine. I Googled it. It's a yeah. sub-genre of procedural drama and detective fiction that emphasises the investigative procedure of a police officer or department as a protagonist, wow. as contrasted with other genres that focus on either a private detective, an amateur investigator, or the characters who are the targets of investigation. So I'm no clear on what it actually means, <laughs> police procedural drama. They do procedures... As police and it's with bit, the crime stuff. And it's dramatic. It's got David Caruso in there. I remember mm, him as, yes. as Lieutenant Horatio Kane. Emily yep. Proctor as Kaylee. Oh, I can't remember how to pronounce Smith? it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was Duquesne or something or Duquesne. Or <laughs> Mitch. Yeah. Uh, don't say that word ever again. Adam <laughs> Rodriguez as Eric Delco. It was a direct spinoff because there was another show. So this is a spinoff of Crime Scene Investigation. The OG. So they're like, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, there's lots of retirees in Miami committing <laughs> let's crimes. Chuck it over there, yes. So let's go and send David Caruso down there to save the day. Save the Golden Girls. Uh-huh. Isn't that where they lived? They're in Miami. So, yeah. Mm. Thank you for being a friend and thank you, you're under arrest. <laughs> it was criticized when it first came out because it did basically template the original. Well, it's it- got the same name. Like, what were you expecting? It's it's CSI, but instead of being where CSI is, it's in Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. According to the age, yep. it stretches a good idea until it's dangerously thin with the same template and trickery, gory crimes, procedural plot and dazzling graphics. It had dazzling graphics. Good graphics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it did win a couple of Emmys. A People love CSI. Awards, they loved it. People's Choice Awards. There was an episode that strayed possibly from the template yeah, in, yeah. Um, I think it was season eight, an episode called LA, which was directed they, by Rob. I think Rob, they, they almost yeah, jumped the shark with Rob this. Zombie. The Rob Zombie Did episode. Did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like it was about this um, pornographer or potential murderer and had all these satanic references and references to Nosferatu and, and really gruesome deaths and it had like a zombie soundtrack as well. And it rated as one of the highest episodes in that particular season. Mm, yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, it was like Rob Zombie doing his creepy Rob Zombie thing. So it was, <laughs> oh, maybe it was like a Halloween episode. I can't really remember. But, yeah. I never really watched it. So yeah, it was know. good. We had another premiere on the 26th that may have competed with the CSI, but we can't really confirm whether CSI started on the 23rd or the 26th. This one definitely premiered on the 26th. <laughs> It's the week of procedural police dramas on, <laughs> I don't know, whatever acronym. It's another CBS one, CBS. isn't it? CBS. God, they love them. Police procedural yes. dramas. This was without a trace. Ah, this is one about the missing people. Yeah, this had the Australian, it had Anthony LaPaglia in it. Mm. Remember? 
Poppy Montgomery. Yeah. Enrique Musiano. Yeah. And Eric Close. Uh huh. So this this was like 2002 to 2009. This show ran for on CBS, and then it got cancelled. Seven seasons. Back when seasons meant that you didn't just have ten episodes like on Netflix. Yeah. Seven seasons, 160 episodes mm-hmm. of Without a Trace. That's a lot of traces that are being without. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won primetime Emmys, Golden Globes, all of that stuff. It, it did pretty well. Uh, so that was without a trace with Australia's own Anthony LaPaglia. Is Poppy Montgomery Australian? I think she might be. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. And might be Australia's Poppy Montgomery. I might be thinking of uh, Poppy who did the Poppy lipstick who was Australian, the matte lipstick. That I was don't Poppy think King. it was her. <laughs> Okay, good. It was definitely not Poppy King. Oh. (laughs) Ray sent me a video. (laughs) I have one tab open on Mozilla Firefox. Okay. And I've just plugged in Poppy Montgomery. She's an Australian-American actress. Well, what does that mean? Is she Australian or not? Well, she's an Australian-American. Does that mean she was born in Australia and moved to America? Or was she... Born in America to Australian parents, maybe that's the or was she born in Australia to American maybe parents? Maybe it's just you the political to, correct. You can't just say that and leave it at that. Maybe it's just the politically correct term for an Australian in America. <laughs> oh yes, it's the home of the Hatch Match and Dispatch T minus twenty here. <laughs> yes. Well, I just I just refer to myself in the what person. Because I'm not the anyway. It's like imagine no, doesn't matter. It, g'day, it's T minus twenty here. No, I'm Joe. Sorry, I'm so confused. Who was born? Home of the hatch match. We should trademark it. I don't think. And we so can. then, when someone codenames no. it for an internet browser, we can say no. You can't have that. We're, the show is it. this show is a mess this week. Can we please get on with the segment? I think it's because we went swimming before we recorded. We went, we went swimming. And we're too chlorinated. And, and we had lollies at the pool afterwards. <laughs> and, too uh, much chlorine. Yeah. yeah. I apologise. Uh, so who was born? We had Who's celebrating birth. a 20th birthday this week? 27th of September 2002, Jenna Ortega was born. Mm-hmm. She's an American actress. She started out as, remember the comedy drama Jane the Virgin? No. I remember the name. I didn't I watch it. I do not. But there was a young Jane. I guess there was old Jane. Right. Young Who was Jane. potentially not Jane, a virgin. the virgin. Yep. But she, yep. she was young Jane. She had her breakthrough starring as Harley Diaz on the Disney Channel series Stuck in the Middle in 2016. Mm. And she won a couple of awards for that. Yep. I think her big sort of breakthrough mainstream film and TV was her role as Ellie Alves on the Netflix thriller oh. series You. Remember on season two? Yes. There was Delilah who was the landlord yes. who was looking after her little sister. Yes. She was a little sister. She was next door to the creeper guy from You. Yes, and, and she was kind of sassy and she used to interact and yeah, chat with him Yeah, but they the had like a good relationship. Yeah. She had, unbeknownst to her, he was a serial killer. Oh, don't ruin it. I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> that's common knowledge. She's been on um, lots of Netflix stuff. She's on yes. the Babysitter Killer. All those kids sort of movies and stuff. And she then, did a bit of horror as well. Yeah, Studio Six Six Six, which is, is that, that? That's the uh, was that the Foo Fighters thing? I think it was. It was. The Are you Foo sure? Fighters you better double movie. check if you're talking about a Foo Fighters Foo show Fighters. first. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> like Lost Highways. Um, 
Yeah, that would be bad. Um, and she was in another f- horror film called X as well and, and Scream 2022. I don't know if that – was that a remake of the yeah, old Scream movies? Terrible. Yeah. She was in that as well and I think she's won some MTV Movie Awards for being – for the most frightened performance. Yeah, it was the but, Food Fighters thing as well. So okay, yeah, good. Six, 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 Thank okay. you for clarifying. Okay, so don't want Matt to call me up again, although I did appreciate the phone call. It's been a long time since we chatted, so that was lovely. That's lovely. She was uh, – She's also the voice of a show that our son watches and he's yeah. very familiar because I said, do you know Brooklyn in Camp Cretaceous? And yeah, I know Brooklyn. Yeah. She does the voice. Of Mom. Brooklyn in Jurassic World Cap Cretaceous. Living under a rock. But I think it's her most recent role that you're familiar I with. Can't you wait. are I lusting wait for, this for this one this to show. come out. Yeah. I'm a massive, when does it come out? Massive fan of the Adams family. It's soon. I'm not sure. At the time of recording, it hasn't as anticipated, but um I'm hoping in the next month or so that we're going to see it. I'm a huge fan of the Adams Family. I love the Adams mm. Family. It was one of my favorite shows. Adams Family monsters all in on them. She is playing Wednesday Adams. Tim Burton is directing this supernatural series, and it's it's set in Adams Family universe, but it focuses on Wednesday Adams. Oh, so and she's she, like the main star. She then she is playing Wednesday. The show Wednesday starts with Wednesday Adams, this socially awkward girl getting expelled. Attempted murder. How would that have looked on your record? Terrible. Everyone would know I failed to get the job done. She goes to Nevermore, which is a school for all outcasts. We kind of follow Wednesday as she navigates her way through this new school, new relationships. But then also she's dealing with this serious investigation involving serial killers and murders and monsters. I've always hated the expression, write what you know. But when your life becomes a twisted mystery, maybe it's time to lean into it. She sounds like a mini Aubrey Plaza. She does. And she looks like a mini Aubrey Plaza. She looks so amazing in this role. I watched the the preview. Well, it does look really good. Christina Ricci played Wednesday mm. in the original mm. Adams Family films, not the TV show. That was the original, the TV show. But obviously there was the Adams Family films and Christina Ricci played Wednesday and was perfectly mm. cast as mm. Wednesday. And that's what I took from this. When I saw her as mm. – the new Wednesday Adams. I was like, oh my God, she's fantastic. She is so good. And I cannot wait to see that series. I, I think, think it's Christina be has actually said she's brilliant in the role. I think yeah. she's come out and. She's endorsed her, has she? I think she has. I, I, think I, saw I like the that. footage of the trailer. There's She goes to the swimming pool, the school swimming carnival, and she's like in her black Wednesday dress and mm. she walks in and she has two plastic bags full of piranhas that she drops in the swimming pool. And you think, oh, yeah, it's going to be really slapstick, but it's actually quite gory and horrific. So I'm all in on that. I can't wait. Hopefully it's a bit of a return to form for Tim Burton as well, which would be fantastic. Yeah. We've got another birthday, do we not? We do. We have a birthday on the 22nd of September to English actress, former singer, Billy Piper, who initially gained recognition as a singer with this single. Wow, that's so annoying. No, I 
was just oh, thinking that's really I have annoying. not heard that song in years and I really want to keep listening. Please Can don't. you put it back no, on? Please. No, that's, I'd rather listen to you sing Mensch. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a big call. We used to play that song in Miss Shop when I worked in Miss Shop. Did you? Yeah, it does sound it like a, yeah, it sounds like a, a Miss Shop like type yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah, buy your Fiorucci denim and your, yeah. your Lee T-shirt. Because you want to. Because you want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Piper. She was the youngest female artist to ever enter the charts at number one on the UK singles chart with that single. How old was she? 15. <gasps> really? Yep. That's, her, that's, got, that's borderline illegal. Her <laughs> debut studio I album. I hope she had, like, you know, signed off by a parent and or guardian before oh, she partook. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Good. Her debut album, Honey to the Bee. That's you remember that song? Oh, I remember that song, yeah. Certified Platinum. She had her third number one single, Day and Night, in the early 2000s. 2003, though, she announced, mm, singing's not for me. I yeah, quit. Probably for, the, be probably for the best. An actor. Yes. She was good. She was mm. in Doctor Who. She was, yeah. She was in Doctor Who as Rose. Back when they relaunched Doctor Who and it was like, oh, mm. Doctor Who's coming back. Mm. And it was really exciting. And there were Daleks and she was Rose. And the Daleks were like, exterminate. And there was this running gag about Daleks not oh, being stairs? able to climb stairs. Yes. So Rose escapes from a Dalek with the Doctor and the, the they go up a flight of stairs and then the Dalek goes, levitate. That's and I was right. Like, oh, I remember that. The yes. Daleks can levitate. <laughs> We're doomed. The world is doomed. <laughs> what are we going to do now? She was great in that. Yeah, she, she was better in the other show that we used to watch. We oh. watched it, a lot of it. It was it was pretty yes, risque. It was. She she played a call girl, Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Belle de Jour. Was it based on it was a book, wasn't it? Based I think so. It, but mm. it was very, very funny. It was hilarious. It was. It was. Yeah. It was it, it was, was a quite... little bit dark as well, but it was but very I remember funny. watching it going, Oh my gosh, that's the because we want to girl. Whoa, this yeah. is a bit much. She ain't fifteen anymore. Was... Goodness me. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was in the Netflix original series Collateral and yep. nominated for some awards for that. Uh-huh. She co-created and starred in the Sky Atlantic series I Hate Susie and got a BAFTA nomination for Best wow. Actress in 2021. It's definitely a good call to give up the singing career, Billy. I think so. The thing mm. I remember the most about her from early 2000s was marrying TV presenter Chris Evans. Yeah, he was a TV ceremony. presenter and a radio guy, wasn't it's he? radio guy too, yeah, yeah. on, was it? Oh, I, don't I don't know. He's like the equivalent of he, Carl Sandler. He was over a there. big, yeah. big deal in yeah. the early 2000s. Yep. And this attracted a lot of attention because she, she was, was really 18 young, right? and he yeah. was 35. Oh, wow. And there was a lot of commentary around that. He bought, I remember he bought her a car. I remember that being in the news. Yeah. He bought her a, oh, the car, the KA one, the Ford car. The Ford car. Car. Bought her a car. He really? Yeah. That's what he got bought her. her. A car. That's what he bought. I'm sure it like, was a car. It was something the, like that. It the, was because I thought he could have at least bought her the the bubble Volkswagen that was popular. Like the, at the biggest time. name in radio and television. Yeah. One of the big got wigs in car. radio and TV. Yeah. In bloody. Well, it's like he said, you wanted a car. He's a car. And he's like bought her a 19990 drive away, no more to pay, bloody car. <laughs> So it's only got two doors on it, two well, doors and a hatch. Well, maybe she wasn't happy because they separated in uh, 2004 Absolutely. and then officially and divorced. I, I sincerely hope there was <laughs> no the prenup. <laughs> she, I hope she took him for all he was worth. What an idiot. <laughs> they divorced in May 2007. Yeah, serves him right. Take all his <laughs> That's money. That's too. I'm, gonna, I'm seriously going to yeah, listen to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the house because I want to, <laughs> because I want to. You got visitation rights over the dog? Not anymore because I want to. <laughs> 
You know what I want to do? Wrap the show up. It's the end of the show. So yes. we need to do the movie guess, of course, the movie clue that we played at the start of the show. It is my turn now mm-hmm. to step in and try and guess it. I've had a shocker. Mm. I won't lie to you. I'm zero for zero. We've pretty much reset the movie clue. Oh, you you kind of get there. Did in I the get end. it last week? I, I'm going to say yes. Kind of got there in I the think end. You did. You, don't console me. It sounds like our wedding night. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Okay. It was a good try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about your guess of this. No, just, I'm leaving. Just, no, Show's just over. play. Just play. All Come right. on. Hi. Hi. What was going on with you at the club with that hottie? Nothing. Nothing. This guy did get under your skin. No. You're never going to find anyone better than my brother here. He is the greatest. Oh, I know what this is. This is a Coen Brothers film. Mm-hmm. This has got Jack Black in it. This has got Cameron Diaz in it as well. Is this this is Shallow Hal? No. Oh. Are you kidding? It does have Cameron Diaz? I don't know if it's a Coen. It's brothers. not Shallow Hal. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie that we have talked about on this show. I know. I remember the grab with Cameron Diaz. It's a uh, oh god, and we talk. It's like literally we talked about it a few weeks ago, didn't we? Oh, probably a few months ago. It was was it at the box office? Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, I can't believe I've stuffed it anyway. It doesn't matter. It's I'm zero for zero. It was the sweetest thing. Yes. that's what it was. I mean, yay! Good old got there in the end. <sighs> don't, just don't, <laughs> don't patronise me. Don't even like, look good at try. me. Don't even good look try, at me. Good try, champ. Yeah, I was born to try. <laughs> uh, you can try and get in touch with us on the socials if you like during the week. Mm. Come and search for T minus twenty podcast. Tell Facebook. me how many tabs you have open and how long they have been open. Facebook. I want. I want something to beat thirty three. Well, I've got actually thirty nine now after looking up the Nutbush and something else. Instagram. We should put. We'll put a post up. Yeah, let's do yeah. a poll. Highest tab count wins. Yes. Screenshot it. Yes. Screenshot it. Send it in as long as there's, you know, maybe you want to blur out some of the. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyway, that's it. See you next week. (laughs) Bye. And that concludes another week that was 20 years ago. Join us again next time for more not-so-ancient history on T-20. In the meantime, come and reminisce over on Facebook and Instagram. Search for T-20 Podcast. (laughs)